Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they do that. They literally get right here. y'all i am here and i am glad to be here it is tuesday already september 3rd y'all we are finished with summer it's over you already knew about two weeks ago when we were getting like 50 degree weather at nighttime um you know the crisp the chill had fallen upon us so today is tell the truth tuesday so sometimes like if i don't have anything you know i think worth sharing i won't do a show at all or especially on church, like if I'm going through something, I don't want to put you guys through it too unless I'm able to navigate through it because that just doesn't become healthy for anybody. So I also think that today's show is going to be something special because we've had a bunch of other revelations while this is going on. So today's Tell the Truth Tuesday, and we're talking about triggers, telepathy, and the truth, and how to know the difference. And the reason that I say that is because um, people, uh, I hate to say this, but I'm seeing a lot of people cite mental health issues and cite, you know I'm this, you know I'm that, but are not diagnosed, okay? And not only are they not diagnosed, they will use that as a reason to be a piece of shit person, their mental health. Now, if you can tell me that you're bipolar, why don't you just go let the doctor give you your slip? If you can tell me, you know, why you did something, I did that because, then you know that you're suffering and you're not doing the right thing. But if I speak to somebody and they don't know that they're hurting someone, or they don't know um, that they hurt someone else inadvertently, or they don't know that their behavior is caused by something else, that is a mental health issue, and they're not using it as an excuse, okay? So, like, for example, I know that I can be very prone to violence if put in a situation where my PTSD is at an all-time high. So I typically stay out of situations that would cause my 
PTSD to flare up, okay? And so guess what causes my PTSD to flare up? Violence or or feeling like I'm in a closed space or feeling like someone is going to harm me. These are all things that cause me to bug out because of the, not anxiety-ridden, but violence-ridden, because of the fact that I have been harmed in the past by people of the opposite sex trying to literally murder me, okay? And I'm just going to be frank. Y'all know how I go. And um, I feel like if we are in a situation where we are telling people, oh, it's because of my PTSD, you best believe that I'm or have been gotten help for that. You don't get to be a shitty person because you were triggered. And if you could tell me what the trigger is, motherfucker, you better go get help and stop fucking playing with people. Okay? We have this ongoing thing where people are not understanding what the difference between their triggers, their telepathy, and their truth is. Okay? So, for example, my truth is, Okay, I have post-traumatic stress disorder. My trigger is being in a position or put in a position that reminds me of a time when I was injured or harmed. My telepathy is me saying, I sense that there is an energy here that does not mean me well, and it's time to go. A trigger is not you know, talking to your ex-boyfriend on the phone because that's what you chose to do on that fucking day. A trigger is when you're talking to your ex-boyfriend and he's saying that's why your daddy raped you. That's a trigger, okay? Telepathy is having the foresight because you had the hindsight. I'm going to say it again. Telepathy is you're being warned in advance that you know if you walk into this home, if you get into that car, if you fuck that strange dude, or if you roll with this girl somewhere, telepathy is the thing in your intuition is the thing that's warning you perhaps you shouldn't do that. And the truth of it is is that 99% of the time you do it any fucking ways. And then you wonder why you're in jail, you're beat up, you're stabbed, you're shot, all these things. We are in a time where everyone wants to be a witch. Everyone wants to have powers. And unfortunately, the truth of the matter is we all have powers. But because we're not using our our full potential and we're not functioning in proper intentions, the shit don't work. A lot of y'all come to me and be like, can you do something to get them to come back or can you do something to make them love me and shit like that? I don't do shit like that. And I don't do shit like that because me and you are not even on the same level as far as divine order is concerned because why would you want to be in a relationship and you kidnapped him? If a motherfucker want to go, let him go. You know, I I did some work, I call it, a few years back because I knew that this person loved me and I knew that it was coming and I felt that I felt this person was very important. So I caught myself speeding up the fucking process. And what did I get? Four years of pain, agony, embarrassment, and all that other shit because my telepathy was telling me there's an obstacle here. We didn't realize that the obstacle was another woman. So sometimes the shit that you're asking for isn't even for you. 
but yet you want to beg the universe to give it to you anyway and then be mad that it gave you what you asked for, but you didn't ask to be happy. You didn't ask for him to love you wholeheartedly. Some of y'all are being half-loved, right? And when I say wholeheartedly, I mean he only has eyes for you. That's kind of like a myth right now, right? Because all these these dudes is whores because we let them, you know? Part of understanding and knowing your triggers is not putting yourself into that fucking position in the first place, okay? Then we'll get into demonic presence. I did uh, uh, what they call a build on Saladin, my brother Saladin's page, about the, the difference between demonic presence and a demon. Y'all are going to disagree with me. Y'all are going to say I worship the devil, all type of shit. Ain't nothing that y'all ain't told me before, but what I am going to tell you is this. Sometimes your triggers come in the form of demonic presence, meaning I could be at work, okay, and there will be a presence that you can feel. doesn't matter. It's not a dark or not a light. It's just a heavy presence. You acknowledge that there's something in the room. And I work around thousands of people, okay, and when you see it, you know, because they always try to get your attention or they always try to make themselves known or they always spark conversation, in my case. And that, to me, a, a demonic presence is more nothing more than a representative. So it's kind of like we live in these realms where we think <laughs> that we're more important than we are. So you think Satan himself will come up here and try to do something to you. It's really not. He could send a representative, though in the form of a demonic presence, just to, just to check and see what you're doing. You think a demonic presence is going to show up and you're doing drugs and being a hoe? they not because they already got you. they already like, we already know what her triggers is. She like dick. She like money. She like cigarettes. She like weed. She like alcohol. She like coke. She like popping pills on weekends. We already got her. We don't need to check for her. We don't need to send for him. Go send for the broad that ain't doing what she normally doing because it triggers her because now she's starting to understand how this shit works how the divine order works. And she's, she's trying to get away from us. Go send somebody. So the easiest way to, to me, if I had to stop watching this show, Intervention, because you could always see when the demonic presence took hold. Demonic presence, very different from demon, because demonic presence doesn't take over for weeks and months at a time. It's in and out. A demon, unfortunately, y'all are going to probably disagree, Unfortunately, demons to me are like soldiers, and we all have them. And your demons aren't necessarily alcohol, drugs, things like that. Those are triggers. But sometimes I say these are my demons, whatever. Not drugs, but, you know, liquor, whatever. Because if I let myself get out of control, if I let myself get into these depressions, if I let myself think about what was done to me and what I could have done or, or if it was my fault or could I have done something to make him not smash my face or something like that, I might be triggered to go have a drink or six in my home, okay? But I've learned past that. I've loved past that. So a demon to me, and y'all are going to disagree, I'm sure, but I don't give a fuck, is when I'm getting my face smashed in or I'm getting stabbed or shot at, the demon is the very thing that shows up to protect its host. We are the host. Demon doesn't necessarily mean evil. It just means dark angel. And that's what we're taught. So it's not our light angels all the time that swoop in and Heavenly Father. You think your light angel is going to stab a nigga back because he's stabbing you? 
That's not angelic, right? Not not at least the ones that you're talking about. My demons have protected me many a times and kept me on earth, and I know that it was my demons because no one else could evoke that level of anger, that level of wrath, and that level of protection. So I look at my demons as, as soldiers in the sense of I summon them when it's fucking time. They don't summon me. They don't They don't get to me when I'm out and somebody will punch her in the face. What? Nah. You see what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that when we don't acknowledge our triggers, you leave it open for your demons to slide in and be like, yo, you don't want that? You don't want that six-pack? You don't want that eight-ball? So if you acknowledge your triggers, you're in essence also acknowledging your demons. They happy now. They're like, she know we here. But these are also the same beings that protect you when you're in blackout states, when you're in car accidents. And I heard that from someone else that's in the spiritual realm that was talking about you ever been in a car accident and you just blanked out and you don't know how you survived. So they say, yeah, that's God, but that's also the heavy weight. And you don't remember anything. You don't feel no pain. You don't feel nothing. They said that's your dark angels, your demons, taking that pain for you because that's what they are accustomed to. Your light angels could never do that work. That's not what they're there for. They're there to guide you and protect you. And when they can't, you think that they don't call their dark brothers and sisters because they do. Just like if if you got a crew of people that you hang with, I was just telling somebody the other day, I said, I need me an assassin, (laughs) I need an accountant, and I need a lawyer, a mathematician, because you got to have a group. So in, I'm sure, the divine realm of being, there is a natural hierarchy as to the way that things go. So it's just like when we talk about people that do light work and dark work. I don't do light work because I'm not accustomed to that um, that cave, right? I'm accustomed to a hard motherfucking time. And so it's easier for me to have a conversation with someone that has been down that particular rabbit hole, that that particular vortex. So... As humans on, in, on this earth, in this realm, we need to start learning what our triggers are and staying the fuck away from them so that we don't have to invoke anybody or anything to come protect us. Okay. That's like, um, you know, and, and I believe in desensitization. I believe that if you've been in a boating accident or if you've had near-drowning deaths, that one of your triggers may be water or maybe the ocean, and I get that. But your trigger is your warning. So when you see the warning come, you stay the fuck away from it. So I was talking to someone today, and we were talking about dreams, and she had had a dream about her family member. And I told her I had had a similar dream like that three, four months ago. This bothered me a little bit because that means in my world, now we have two people talking about the same exact thing. You're seeing the same exact thing, two different people. Oh, somebody about to get fucked up. And it's a fact, and it's nothing that we can do. And it's crazy because the same night that she had a dream about this particular gentleman, I had a dream about him too. But my dream was very different. But months prior, what she dreamt of recently, I dreamt of that months prior. And so I was I met a, a beautiful sister, uh, Asia. She's friends with Salzine, and she came up here with her king. And we talked, and we talked about the fact that, um, you know, there's work to be done, and we have to um, stick together and we have to continue to educate each other. So she had schooled me on something real quick, and I was telling her about a situation I was in, and she said, what did you learn from it? 
you know, I said, well, I learned this, 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 and this. And she said, now, how can you help him or her? I said, I can't right now. And that's half the battle is understanding when someone is not going to listen to what you've already seen or what you already know, which is your telepathy. And the truth of the matter is, is that it's not your battle right now. It's not. So we wait. And so she says to me, you know, you and this person will end up, you know, back in communication and talking and so on and so forth. But there's also some karmic ties. There's some things that are tied to that. And I said, but I don't feel like the gatekeeper anymore. I don't feel like the big sister. I don't feel like being nurturing and motherly. I don't, I don't feel like doing that right now because I already have 5011 bonus children as it is. So the problem with understanding your triggers is that I'm in a state right now where if I had a conversation with this particular person, I would be extremely triggered because there's still a lot of hurt and there's still a lot of pain there. So it's best I just don't talk to you. Whether you call, whether you show up at the house, whatever, it's best I don't talk to you. So, and I'm going to do that until I feel that we can sit down and have a productive conversation because I don't want to trigger you and I don't want to trigger me. And I think the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, I've hurt people too. And it's very difficult to sit down and say, this is the damage that I've done to that particular person. You know, but what I will say on record, and I will stand on this shit, y'all motherfuckers tried me first. You did. I don't give a fuck where you live at. I don't just wake up in the morning and decide, oh, I'm just going to drag this person for no reason. No, bitch, you fucking tried me probably 50, 11 times, 99.999 times, and then the one time I retaliate because it's so brutal and because it's so wrathful, now I'm the bad guy. Fuck y'all. Okay. Your telepathy, and you know it's crazy because all guys love mystical pussy. They love witch pussy. They love blue high pussy. They love women that they think play with crystals and they self and all type of crazy shit. But you're not realizing there are women out there that that's really what they're about. And they will fuck you up. They will fuck you up. You think you're going to go have sex with somebody that be out there in the moonlight on any given Sunday and and you going to cheat on her and she ain't going to know by your bodily secretions and vibes, you dumb motherfucker. Okay? You think that you you don't think that she's going to be triggered that you are not paying attention or your hips moved a little bit more of 20 degrees that way then that's how women are if they're paying attention. A woman that ain't paying that close attention to you, she don't give a fuck about you and she has other men. And that's okay. But what I'm saying is is that we have to get out of these habits of thinking that we deal with these spiritual people and that they really don't have these gifts. Because it's like you men, a lot of you men forget. And then you wonder why your whole fucking life crumbles. I'm watching a woman's life crumble right now. Dumbass broad. You're the dumbest motherfucker I've seen in about 10 years. Because one thing about me, I'm not going to cut off my nose to spite my face. Now, you're dealing with a spiritual-ass dude. And it's so crazy because every move this woman makes, I'm able to pinpoint what she's going to do before she does it. That's the telepathy. The trigger is is that I keep telling my friend he has to steer clear because this is a broad that collects kids like fucking Infinity Stones. She got her Thanos glove right now. But the role that she's trying to play, she's not equipped to play. You're not that bitch. You're not. You're a fucking bum. 
how the fuck you got all these kids in your homeless and then you was living over here and now it's like every day something dramatic is happening to you and I watch what this does to the man that you deal with. He's a friend of mine. Now he's starting to just get tired of you being a piece of shit, like you being inadequate. How does it feel to be a woman and be inadequate in the number one thing that you're supposed to be able to do, which is be a nurturer? Not so much a mother, but a nurturer. I think that the way that we're raising our boys in, in some ways is just a little bit lax as well, and especially to the, to the woman that I'm talking about, and I fucking told her. She called my phone with some dumb shit. Don't call me. Don't ever try to call me and tell me anything about anybody I know because I probably already know. And number two, we're not friends. I don't care if it was a past friend, a present friend. You know that so-and-so, such-and-such. See, I'm not like y'all bum-ass bras that sit up there and jump at any moment to defame or to dethrone or to talk shit about somebody that I don't fuck with. I don't do that because you'll fucking play yourself. That, that, you know, it's just it's inappropriate and it's unnecessary. But what I am interested in is people understanding their own power. And the more bitches you sleep with, the more Negroes you sleep with, you start to lose that power because you're depositing it in every single person. It's just like feces. It's like you're shitting in everybody's toilet. And then you wonder why you can't hear, you can't see the signs. You can't hear God. You can't get your messages. You're not aware of your triggers. Because you keep putting layers and layers and layers of wet blanket on your dumb ass self. Okay? If you are bold enough to say that you have mental health issues or that you're depressed or that you're this or that you're that, you better be taking your fucking meds. I don't want to hear nothing about especially when you're self-professing that you're doing some shit. Oh, yeah, I got this. I got bipolar. I have schizophrenia. Bitch, take your meds. I'm I'm a vitamin motherfucker out here. I'm worse than Lisa Renner right now. I got a, a couple of vitamins that I take. Because if I did not be fucked up, okay, we know that the seasons are getting ready to change. May Bond is coming. Uh, we have Samhain also coming, so it's a very powerful time of the year. Then the winter solstice is coming when we have my goddaughter's uh, naming ceremony. But a lot of you have to understand that the more that you keep piling shit on top of the shit that you already got, it becomes a stench, and you start to become a repellent to people that may have wanted to give you the time of fucking day. And I'm waiting on somebody right now to break the entire fuck down because they have to be rebuilt. And the more that you go against listening and knowing what your triggers are, listening to your telepathy and living in your truth, like, for example, let's just cut the shit. Malik Yoba, we been knew that you was fucking trans women and, and, you know, really being gay back in the 90s and early 2000s. We've been fucking knew that. So you coming out saying you love trans women to be, you know, relevant in the LGBTQ situation was unnecessary because now what just came out was that he was paying trans women to have sex with them when they were 16 and 17. And it's, it's a popular place over there near 14th Street in New York City. The football player that came out said he was bisexual. That was none of our fucking business. But I know why you did it, because you're trying to get ahead of the story. And so what y'all are doing now is wearing these these things that make you, you know, important or things that make you the person that you are as these badges of honor to say that it's okay to fuck trans women just because you did it. You tired of what? We tired of you lying for 20 years, just like a lot of people had a lot of respect for Caitlyn Jenner. I didn't. 
And the reason I, I didn't have no respect for Caitlyn Jenner is not because you went from being a, a, a man to a woman. No, 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 no. It's because you chose to be in relationships where you have 50, 11 kids. He got like six kids. Not just Kendall and Kylie. He has other children, okay? You won the Olympics back in the 70s and the 80s, okay? I believe it was for being a triathlete. It would have been great if you would have came out then because you could have saved 40 years worth of lives knowing that they had a martyr or somebody to look up to. But you waited until you was old as fuck, and I get it because you was comfortable or whatever, whatever. But do you know how many people died because they couldn't speak up, because it was just so unheard of and nobody had even was paying attention to that? I was just watching the Teddy Pendergrass special as well. I didn't know that he was in a car with a trans woman. And I mean, this woman was bad. I would have never known that she was formerly a man. And this is back in the in the eighties or whatever when she you know, she had her reassignment surgery. So somebody was paying her to prostitute and do what needed to be done. Now she admits that she didn't she she doesn't think that Teddy Pendergrass knew that she was the singer, uh, that she, you know, was trans. Okay? But y'all have to understand that your truth is gonna be your truth no matter what day you tell it, but it's better that you tell it sooner than later. Because there could be other people suffering because of your truth, right? Or because you're you're deciding to keep it a secret. The pain is going to be the pain whether they find out about it 30 years from now, 10 years from now, 5 years from now. Look at the Catholic diocese and the church. Those, those kids that they molested is probably in their 50s right now. doesn't change the facts. And I get it because they were children, so I can't hold them responsible to say you should have came forward and said something. A lot of them did. But we didn't want to listen to that truth. So imagine being in a relationship, and I had a conversation with C. Asia about this. So imagine, you know, being in a relationship with someone who had been raped as a child, and you don't know how to love them because... They don't know what love is because they've been used. So now they turn around and start using women and dominating women or sleeping with men on the side because they were desensitized to that type of sex at a young age. How do you how do you vouch to love somebody like that? And people say, you just love them. No, the fuck you can't. No, the fuck you can't because a lot of our men that have been raped and molested at a young age, whether it's by an uncle, cousin, priest, or whatever, A, they have trust issues, and B, a lot of them hate women because they don't understand us, okay? They couldn't come to us when this was happening to them, and we couldn't nurture them back from that. You're not going to nurture a man that's been raped back to health in his 40s and in his 30s. It's, it's not going to happen. And the same thing for a woman. You're not going to be able to love her in the same way that maybe you loved other people. You're going to have to try this a little bit harder. You're going to have to do different things. You're going to have to understand different things. You're going to have your language is going to have to be different. The way that you make love to her is going to have to be different. The way that you have intimacy, not sex, but intimacy with her is going to have to be different. And so Asia and I were talking about that in a situation that I knew about because I said I, I truly believe I've been with a few men that have been molested as children, and it shows. Drug abuse or pussy abuse, it's one or the other. They abuse themselves. Not because they're going through a rite of passage, but the trigger is if I sleep with a bunch of women, maybe nobody will know that I used to get dick, whether it's, you know, their fault or, or not, okay? And 
I think that while we're out here talking about mental health, we need to get the help. It's not enough for you to just tell me, like, oh, but you know I'm bipolar. No, bitch, I don't know that you're bipolar. I don't know. It's not because you're a Gemini. It's not. No, bitch, get help. Get help. If they need to put you on some motherfucking medication to get your mood swings right so you can take care of your motherfucking kids, then that's what you need to fucking do. I was having a conversation with my girlfriend, Lisa, not that long ago, and I was telling her, I said, there have been many times that I wanted to go, you know, to go see somebody. And then I think she took that as a certain way. And the difference between me and a lot of other women is it's not weakness. That's not what that is. It's that I don't have any alternatives and choices. I'm big mama. I'm the matriarch. I don't have any, I don't have my mother. I don't have any grandmothers. I don't have anything. So if something happens to me, that's a whole bloodline that suffers because I'm not able to contribute to the rest of my family. So whether it's my nieces, whether it's my son, whether it's my nephew, whether it's my brothers, whether it's my stepfather, whether it's my sister, I can't contribute. So I have to stay healthy. I have to keep, you know, a regular job and have 50 side hustles because I have to have the stability. So if I'm creating stability on my own, what else, you know what I mean? Like what else can you talk to me about? So we have to get into these roles and start understanding the difference between your triggers what you're being telepathic about, knowing that you shouldn't be going there because you're going to be triggered, and then the truth of it. Why am I triggered by this thing? It's okay to say no. It's okay to turn down a pussy or two. It's okay not to suck dick every weekend for free. It's okay because you're only doing that because it elicits some sort of response or some sort of need that you need to fill. And until you're able to sit in solitude and go sit that ass on ice or go put on ice, whatever it is, and and, and get rid of your demons that are are helping you with this trigger, the demonic presence is going to always show up. And you're never going to get healthy by not going and talking to somebody. Okay? You can drink all the carrot juice and fucking root worm and smoke all the cigarettes that you want. Until you cure that hole that's in your heart or that's in your soul or stop that generational curse, I stopped mine. Mine stopped when I had my son. And I say that because what affected my family was hitting all the women, especially with the firstborn firstborn girls. Went on for 100 years, okay? And it stopped with me having my son, okay? And I didn't realize that at the time, but now it's different. So we have to stop self-diagnosing and really go get the diagnosis because y'all kill me. Y'all get triggered. Y'all get any DUI, car accidents, all type of crazy shit, fuck yourselves up, damn near kill your kids, you know, falling asleep at the wheel, all type of crazy shit, and then you want to get diagnosed later. Nah, bitch, you're going to jail because you should have already been diagnosed, and it's very difficult for me a lot of times to read a lot of your pages and a lot of your posts knowing that I know what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yo, this motherfucker need to get some help. You know, you're sporadic. You're all over the place. You're talking about one thing. You're talking about another. Another time you're crying. You're, you're doing this. And listen, I'm guilty of that too. But I'm not bipolar. I have some other issues going on. Okay? Mostly depression. So I have a lot of unresolved conflicts with a lot of people that I'll never get to speak to ever again because they're no longer with us. Right? So just because that person is dead and buried doesn't mean that your trauma stops. 
And so I think that's a common myth that if we keep, you know, that's why I think the song Cranes in the Sky was so pivotal to me is because she said I tried to sex it away, write it away, run it away, you know, I, I, I tried to spend it away, you know, and it didn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because you're not dealing with the problem. You're trying to put masks on it. You're trying to cover it up by adding things, and it's not things that's going to get you healthy. It's not things that's going to make you safe. So on this Tell the Truth Tuesday, start to learn the difference between your trigger, what's going to make you go to fuck off, your telepathy, which is your conscious self or your spirit saying, hey, don't do that, and the truth behind why you should listen to your conscience and not go into where you know you're going to be triggered and not be your best self. So I'm going to leave y'all with Gold Rose again because I like the song so fucking much. On this Tell the Truth Tuesday, just remember, we all have divine capabilities. We all do. But we're not all kings, we're not all queens, we're not all gods either. And so once you start walking in your truth, it's easier for you to understand why those things had to happen to you. Could have been prevented, of course. But there's a reason that they happened to you, and you are here in this realm to learn about that so that you can move past that. Because it's not just about you, it's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about your legacy. Do you want your legacy to be, that was just a crazy-ass bitch and all she did was just keep having kids and abandon them? No, you don't want that. So talk to you guys on church this Sunday. It's going to be a great Sunday, I promise. I'm going to do church. Yeah. I'm home now, it's over now. She got a thing for Chanel Vintage that drop before she can speak English. Do you love me and love seeking attention? I mean, which one is it? You keep calling me a twin, but twins ain't this different. Mentally, I'm already on next year. That's some 2020 clear vision. You saying let you finish. I ain't trying to hear it. I'm off of spiritual lifting, but I don't fly spirit. I'm off of finding happiness, but down to die serious. All smiles, Kevin Durant trials. Had to blow it on the court, I must have blew a milli. I'm walking on all charges, that's my new Achilles. I know they love to rock the check, but who gon' do it really? Really. My depositions never surface. Tenenbaum know the logo on the jersey is getting purchased. Ten years in and y'all yet they hear my most impressive verses. Paid the cost to be the boss, wasn't even my most expensive purchase. Trust when I say I'm never on the shit they assuming I'm on. Tales about me are like Corritos and Coolia Khan. Sashimi from Saito, you know that man, two Michelin star. Postcard from Grace Bay, sending my distant regards. Vision wasn't mine, told my niggas the vision was ours. Still a part of shorty, even if we've been living apart. Rocks will do you filthy for me soon as I give him the nod. Meaning he'll blast for me like putting a six with the guard. Hop on the float and show the city the one they appointed. The one that's rebuilding schools and feeding the homeless. Hang with my niggas, but sometimes I be trying to avoid it. Cause they'll get to popping out of place like they double jointed. Goals was the top of the pyramid in this shitty world. I gotta get the most of everything as the axis on which it's sitting twirls. Point blank period like a city girl. And then I bring it back to 50 world. Hey. Whoa. You made me this way, yeah. Before I'm gone out of this place, yeah. Put some flowers in my face, won't you? Let me know that I did okay. Don't wait till some other day, no, no. They let her wait till it's too late. It's too different. Late. Yo. Hey. I was nominated, never won a Grammy. But I 
understand, they'll never understand me. A lot of lives lost, but I never panicked. A lot of lines crossed, I never did a zany. A hundred room mansion, but I felt abandoned. Love making love with what with love lambing. Jealous, so they bitches be acting like they sleeping on us. But they speaking on the Zulus, quotas, even numbers. Still blowing smoke as angels float above us. Love giving back, but will they ever love us? Chanel in the mail, FedEx and Pharrell. And what I got for sale, just sit on the scale. Triple beam dream, a buck on the shade. I really seen things give mothers to shake. I really bought cars with women on face. I know it seem all, but money amazing. College loans really the fuck up a credit. Discover cars, look back, I know she regret it. But we keep pushing, keep our foot on the pedal. In the mirror, see a blessing rebuking the devil. Living on the edge, keeping me level. Money come and go, I'ma keep it forever. Money come and go, I'ma keep you forever. Ever. Slip on glass slippers, a ticket with feathers. Everywhere we go, we create a dilemma. Coming to America, really the set. I let your soul glow, I'm keeping you wet. I'm a cold December's, I know she remembers. Forgiveness for a sinner, but is it that simple? Holding on your hands, your body's a temple. Fly you out cans, menages with bitches. Losses in the prime, start you with spinach. Bottles for the dawn, our party's the biggest. Hey. Whoa, you made me this way, yeah. Before I'm gone out of this place, yeah. Put some flowers in my face, won't you? Let me know that I did okay, yeah. Don't wait till some other day, no, no. They let her wait till it's too late, too late. Hey. Had a dream she was singing to me like Gladys Knight. You loving the projects, it's called paradise. All your niggas left, you wasn't acting right. But honesty itself a small sacrifice. My money bag heavy, got me begging light. You moving funny, can you feel my appetite? Niggas' conversations, a lot of it false. You own condos right over Carnegie Hall. Speak about your cars, but all of them park. Your niggas' money light, come out of the dark. You really are my type, it's not a facade. One of the reasons why I write, we got a synopsis. I'm always at the top of barbershop gossip. After further thought, better not knock em. Allocate some dollars to go out shopping. Bitch, we on the rail, it's time to stop talking. Hey. Whoa. You made me this way, yeah. Before I'm gone out of this place, yeah. Put some flowers in my face, won't you? Let me know that I did okay. Don't wait till some other day, no, no. They let her wait till it's too late, too late.